Once again, I, Jam, Joe Anthony Myrick, am here to deliver what I hope to be some soothing, calming, healing sounds of the Mental Health Check-In Podcast, a podcast that's all about healing. This podcast is all about healing through mental health awareness, something that I hope we can use and learn to help each other heal. Let's just heal together. And today, I hope everyone listening can heal through the words of one Joe DeMero. He's a pro wrestler and a model, straight out of Detroit, Michigan. My neck of the words, in fact. Actually, a mutual friend of ours who I just have to shout out. He's a local filmmaker named Jay Harris, Young Snafu, with two U's on Instagram. He helped get me and Joe linked up together and really helped set this podcast episode up and I'm really glad he did because in the brief time that I've gotten to know him, Joe has proven to me that he's just a really stand-up guy and the energy he brought to this episode was really, really refreshing. I'm glad he brought it to this episode for what I thought was a really dope conversation. And you'll see that conversation for yourself in just a second. But first, if you listen to this episode and decide that you want to see more of Joe as a wrestler, as a model, and you just want to follow his journey through just life and career stuff. Then you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at JoeDemero94. You can also DM him or email him at JoeDemero94 at gmail.com just in case you wanted to book him for a match, book him for a photo shoot, anything of that nature. And if you want to continue to follow my journey through this podcast, or rather the journey of this podcast, then you can follow us on Twitter at CheckinPod, Instagram at CheckinPodcast, and you can search us by name on Facebook as well. And you know what? I don't usually do this, but I keep feeling like I need to get in the habit of doing this for 2021. You can also follow my personal accounts everywhere at Jam. And speaking of everywhere, that's exactly where you can find this podcast. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, and everything in between. You name it, this podcast is probably there. So be sure to tell your friends about us, follow us, subscribe, review, all that jazz. It all helps. And now on to the meat details of this episode, this conversation. So let's just dive right into this. How you feeling right now, mentally, physically, all that jazz? Uh, man, honestly, I'm probably as good as I've been in a really long time, like, uh, that I can at least remember when I started checking in on myself. So, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm 26 this year. I turned 27, which is crazy to say. And, um, I don't know, I feel like I'm on the right path with everything I need to do. And I feel like I have the right amount of like mental clarity to approach new things as well. So uh, I'm in a good space, honestly. It's probably a good time to be talking about this kind of stuff. I'm glad to hear that, man. Uh, you said that like when you started checking out on yourself, is this like, is checking out on yourself like a new thing for you or has this been like something you've done previously? I want to say I was like, I was always told, you know, I started reading more into it and doing like little things here and there, like 
not not as consistently to, to kind of check on myself and, and kind of like take care of myself and stuff like that. But it wasn't until like this past year, I like really, really had the downtime to get into like stretching and, and meditation and like taking baths and like, you know, I used to get really mad at myself for the days where I would do close to nothing or feel guilty about not doing anything. And those days I find very relaxing now, like they are for mostly anybody because before I was like, Oh, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z today to further my personal growth, my career aspirations, whatnot, you know? Uh, but now I look at them as days of um, like rest and reflection, which helps me a lot now. And this is something that's like not new to anybody, except I guess it's a little bit new to me because I've always had kind of like a go, go, go mindset. And um, I always had like expectations of getting like a massive amount of things done. Like everything on this list has to get done today. And like when it wouldn't, I would like get really down on myself. But now it's just like, oh, like I did like these three little things today. Like I'm cool with that. Like that's how that's kind of where I'm at right now. I definitely hear what you're saying when you say you're like a go, go, go type person. Like I used to be that type of, I guess I still am in a lot of ways. That's why I do so many things. And mm-hmm. I guess that's why you do so many things too. Like you do wrestling and you do Molly and a whole lot of other projects. So I guess I want to ask first, like, why do you do so many things and how do you find a balance between them? Uh, honestly, I've always been that person who has like multiple interests, even as a kid. And it's to the point where it was like hard for me to describe myself because I always liked so many different things and had equal appreciation for several things. So uh, everything I take part in is more or less me taking part in things I find pretty big interest in, whether it's like wrestling or or making videos or photography or, um, you know, just sharing like I'm a big fan of like like cyber and like neon aesthetic. So like sharing artwork of that or trying to find ways to incorporate that into my wrestling aesthetic. So, uh, and music too. So um, like synthwave music and stuff. So anything along those lines, and I'm not just limiting it to those few things. It's like, I try to show and express everything I have interest in because I like being uh, like being seen as like a versatile person, at least amongst my interests rather than what I do. To backtrack a little bit, like you said that you've been doing a lot of reflecting lately and I'm sure a lot of reflecting comes with the wild year that 2020 was and just entering a new year 2021 so first I want to know just like how did your as far as like reflecting goes how did your mental health journey begin uh you know I didn't really pay too much attention to it until probably once I graduated uh from msu and like moved to texas and started like a real like salary job and like that was all i'm doing every day is just like working and paying bills and um that's kind of like when i started to realize like okay like this ain't this ain't the move like not that anything was bad like i was very grateful to have like like a new city new job the car i always wanted like friends new friends like doing experiences in a new city so it wasn't necessarily bad but I was feeling very uh unfulfilled to say it politely so like that's when I started to kind of take note and that was like 2016 mid to late 2016 I would say since then 2017 to 2018 was kind of like a little rough in terms of of uh feeling how I felt and like being honest with myself about how to handle it and and coping mechanisms and whatnot so I'd say like 2019 
2020 and even now is like when I really start to kind of be able to self-identify with certain things, certain uh, traits, personality traits, and uh, characteristics about myself that I was uh, honest that they were good or honest that they were bad. And um, ever since then, I've been kind of working on it. And I'd say 2020 is when I really like sat down and took the time to like stop and reset, which is I felt like that was the only thing I could do because I got laid off from my um, from my salary job. And then there wasn't any of the um, wrestling events I was going to do that I had planned. Uh, those all got canceled. So that honestly, um, I don't wish like a, I've told this to all my friends. I don't wish a pandemic or any of the tragedies or anything that came came from it on anybody. Like if we had to not do it, I would not do it, but or have it not happen. But to say I didn't take advantage of it, um, that would be a lie. Like that was the first time I kind of like put time together for myself and kind of like realigned and, and got centered again. And I think um, I think coming home to uh, the Detroit area kind of helped a lot with that, too. Yeah, I definitely feel what you're saying there. Like it's what everything that happened in 2020 with the pandemic was horrible. But I guess like you, like me, like so many other people, like the only thing you can do is kind of if not adapt to the situation, then just kind of like look at yourself, look at everything and just kind of, like you said, reset a little bit, like try to just evolve as a person with the free time you've got. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like this past year was the first time I would look at old wrestling clips or old like photos of like early matches or even things outside of wrestling, like times when I was just hanging out in Austin and I would look at those before as like, oh, you know, like look at, you know, how much I'm I'm not doing here. Look at how how small it was when I started out. But like now I look at it like, oh, this day was fun. I remember like how hard it was to get on this show. And then like I worked myself up to this part of the show or working with this guy on this show. And it just I started to have like a different perspective, like a more grateful, positive perspective rather than like a stressed out, like I'm not here yet type of perspective you know yeah i can definitely see that so so what you're saying is that you've also gained a lot of like personal growth just from wrestling as a whole like as a wrestler in the community yeah yeah like i was saying um like if i had to stop wrestling tomorrow right which i Mm -hmm. hope to god that doesn't happen anytime soon uh i think i can take away a lot from just uh jumping and, and going to pursue becoming a professional wrestler because uh the type of person i was like growing up and the the cultural norms around being like like Syrian Chaldean and stuff like they don't uh they didn't really like support not saying they were against it but they didn't really support like kind of doing something like that you know and um even outside of the cultural like breaking cultural standards and stuff it's just like going for something you think is so unorthodox and outlandish but it's like the thing you you have the most passion about like it's so liberating like it's so easy for me to um, to express what I like and don't like and be like very unapologetic about it, you know. So it's, it's helped me be more of myself by uh, allowing allowing everyone to see like this is what I love, this is what I love to pursue, and there's nothing that can take that away from me. It's just very um, like like very freeing. I don't know. Like, I have a lot of mental clarity just from doing that alone. So I'm I'm very fortunate just for for the the process of pursuing it, and then the memories and the people and the experiences and, and the, the potential for what could come in the future is just everything that all that is a bunch of extra stuff that I'm hoping also um, shows up too, or keeps, keeps showing up is what I should say. I'm really glad you can find all of that. And just, uh, just from 
the advent of wrestling like I think that's really cool and just on the subject of personal growth and resetting like I guess I should also ask like with this being a new year just as a actual like yearly reset like do you have any like goals you want to manifest for 2021 uh definitely the biggest one is uh if we can get back to a normal like like track on wrestling just just be consistently booked um on shows that i've been kind of aiming for so there's one in chicago called aaw Uh, i've been trying to get on that i knocked one off my checklist uh last week i wrestled for iwa so that was a good one so more of just more or less just being a consistent um like consistently booked and and achieving these these bookings on promotions that I've always like looked up to. And there's people on there that I look up to. Um, but another one on my list is definitely trying to get a tryout uh, with, with WWE. I, I think um, I always think of my life in like, like four year periods. So like four years of high school, four years of college, like I've done now, I just like, I'm 26 and a half going on 27. I've pretty much done the whole like, four years of like, like real life, like after college and stuff. And a lot of that has had to do with like, just getting uh, familiarized and like, and like set in the wrestling business. So I kind of want to use a tryout as an opportunity to get signed, but also as like an assessment to see where I'm at if I don't get signed. And um, I don't know, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of like out of the mindset of like, oh, I'm not ready yet. You know, like it, it took me a long time. And a lot of people told me early on, uh, you'll never be ready. You just got to do it. But I finally like understand what that means. Now it's just, it's always like, it's always a test. It's always an assessment. Just see where you're at. And you might surprise yourself. Cause I know I have a couple times in just like life in general or like wrestling. Uh, definitely in wrestling. And then yeah, in life too. Like, like for example, I'll just use like college for an example. Um, I've always struggled with like math and like technical thinking. Like I've always been, a B student at best when it comes to like technical things. Right. I'm more of like a reader, writer. Uh, I can listen really well, you know, like that's fine for me. Um, when it comes to like math or anything like super technical or like where it requires problem solving, I need a little bit more time. Just, I don't know. I guess that side of my brain is not as, not as, uh, naturally proficient as the other one, but I've uh, always been so interested in technology and and computers and how they work ever since I was like a little kid, ever since the first day I used the internet, I just like wondered like, how is this possible? You know, it's like, I think it's the closest thing to magic we have. You know what I mean? Just doing a zoom call like this is even cool to me. With that being said, I pursued computer science, which is in the engineering department at Michigan state, which I knew was going to be like super math heavy and, and you have to do all this stuff, like get internships and do well at the internships to get a job and, and, uh, past these classes with like certain grade and uh, I ended up like not having too much of an issue with the help of like uh, like some TAs and grad students and like even working together with like fellow students like my roommates like I was able to understand this stuff and get my degree like in that field without a hiccup so um, I surprised myself because while it was challenging and it's not a field I'm strong in it's again like my passion for tech had me like determined to finish that degree and uh it's funny because like i'm not trying to just make everything relate back to wrestling but whenever um i didn't even think about that until now it's like whenever i think about oh you know i wasn't naturally like charismatic i'm not naturally like out there uh, unless i'm with my friends or people i know like i'm not like super quiet but i'm not the loudest guy in the room with a big personality uh so 
I'm, I'm kind of doing that same journey through wrestling to become more charismatic, to become more outgoing, uh, more personable and try to connect with people because that's what gets you success in wrestling. But also that's something that helps me grow as a person. So I think I try to find ways that everything is always like interconnected or serving its purpose for one thing to another. So uh, I just think back to that as well, like the college struggle and how I succeeded in that. And I was able to get a pretty decent um, career going until I switched to wrestling. Um, I can relate that back to my wrestling career. And I hope I hope applying it the same way in its own right will get me the the success and the, the platform I want to get to in wrestling. I think it will, to be honest, like we talked about before, but like you seem really determined and just being able to tackle challenges like that with math that think that speaks to it as well like as long as you keep that determination you will succeed your goals and not even just the determination but the fact that you're you seem really willing to like inspire others like I get that type of I get the type of energy from you that like if I go to the top then bringing people with me and bring my friends and bring people who supported me yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. like I've, I've always been like that because uh one I'm a people person so it's, it's not hard for me to like, um, like talk to people or keep a conversation going, even with like strangers. I feel like the approach uh, is kind of the hardest thing. Like if you're approaching like a, a guy or girl you like and you want to approach them and talk to them, it's like, oh, okay, um, it's kind of hard because it's very obvious why I'm approaching you. But like when we get going and talking or getting to know each other or even working together on something, whether it's at training or in a job or anything, like it's not hard for me to treat somebody equal, you know? Um, I think that's where a lot of like my moral and like, like human uh, empathy kind of views come from. But um, I don't know. I just I, like, if we're training together, like why would I, if you're helping me with this, it's only right that like I make sure you get the most out of something as well, or you get the most out of what we're doing as well. And, and uh, hopefully we can get to the same level someday. Cause it's, it's fun to have good company with you uh, again. Like it's to a fault. Cause sometimes you can't really control like someone's motivation or passion or, or will to do something as much as you can um but um i don't know i guess i've learned from that you mentioned uh the training and i think that's really interesting because you're you're still relatively young especially relatively young to the business of you're only like five years in the business if i'm not mistaken right i hit i hit four years uh training on january 2nd so four years training and about three and a half of like actually having matches Okay. I think that's yeah. a big deal to like still be so young and still kind of learning the craft, learning yourself as a wrestler and you're willing to still give that knowledge to other wrestlers. So I'm kind of curious to know what made you decide that you want to kind of flip that switch so early in your career to from wrestler to trainer or rather doing both at the same time. So more so for me, it's like, um, I don't know. I feel like I still don't know anything. And I, I try not to, I try not to, I don't label myself as a trainer at all. And it's, it's more of like, um, if I'm at a wrestling school and the instructor knows I'm a little bit more experienced and wants me to help out with a drill or something fundamental, I'll help. But in terms of like talking psychology or no being somewhere or doing something or doing big things, like I can't really talk too much about that because I'm still, I still haven't reached those points on my, my journey. Yet. And I feel like um, even when I do, uh, it's not going to be for another couple of years after that. And the consistency of like continuing to do that to where I can at least talk about it. So I, it's kind of like a, uh, stay in your lane, know your role kind of thing. Like leave the, the training up to the trainers and let the kids or not kids, but let people like new trainees learn at their own pace. Um, 
And if you're asked to help or ask for your opinion, that's when you can kind of give it. So um, that's as far as I'll go with that kind of stuff, because I'm still learning and I still need brushing up on like a lot of fundamentals as well. But um, yeah, man, if there's just something small or something cool I want to try out with somebody, it's like, oh, let's learn this so we can both do it. It's not more so like, let me learn this and use you so I can look better. And like only me will know this and all that kind of stuff, because, you know, I don't know. Like you get better when everybody else gets better. Everybody's in a better mood, you know? Yeah, totally. And I think that also applies to real life too. Like not just as far as like good mood, but like if everybody's in a good space, everybody's comfortable, we all just uplift each other for black or better term, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all about that. Cause like, you know, for me, if I see someone's down or not in the best mood, uh it's hard. It's hard for me to like ignore that like it affects my energy my mood you know especially if they're my friend or someone i care about that i know personally like i'm gonna have to you know i'll, I'll mind my business but i'll try to like help what i can so i'm, I'm definitely gonna take note of it 100 i think that's something that gets overlooked a lot like even like when you or at least when i like going to like certain friend circles like there's a there's gotta be a moment where you gotta check the energy you know check the virus make sure everybody's everybody's comfortable everybody's happy before just engaging not enough people do it i don't think yeah i agree and, and that's another thing i got really big with um last year is um i was better about saying no or not participating or just like getting better at doing my own thing rather than doing something just to get out the house or just to, just to say i did something like I, I learned to enjoy my own time and my own if like if I know that's the energy I don't want to participate in, then I'm not gonna do it. You know, not that these people were negative, or there was people around that I didn't like. Like I don't have any problems with anybody, but um, if there was something I didn't want to do, and I knew it was gonna bring like a certain type of energy or vibe that I wasn't in the mood for, didn't have like the energy for myself. Like then I knew to be more comfortable staying away and like just doing my own thing. So I I, I definitely agree with that. When you're in a group setting, you definitely want the group to be on a mutual type of vibe. 100%. And I, I even relate to that a little bit. Like, and that's a tough thing to do to say no, it's just hanging out. Like, it's you, hard. It's yeah. hard, man. You get yeah. mad FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's tough to like, like you got, like you said, you got to check your own energy. Sometimes you got to check your own energy side. Do I have the energy for this? Is that the energy I want to attract right now? And if the answer is no, you gotta say no. Right. To pivot from that a little bit, I kind of want something nice. I kind of want to end on a little bit that I think is really interesting. Like on um on your Instagram page, I found this video you posted of Juice Robinson. I'm thinking it was from his uh one of his road videos. I think. I and think it was it was like one of those ro- like uh, where they follow him on the road on these like, these New Japan tours. I think maybe from 2017. I want to say 16 or 17. Okay, I'm not 100% sure where it came from, but it looked like one of those road videos. And like yeah. he was talking a lot about just staying happy and just how we're all so small. So you might as well just pursue what is, um, I might have to put a clip in here somewhere if I can, because I'm, I'm not sure I'm doing the clip justice. I'm a happy 27 year old guy who's living his dream. And that's what I want everyone to have in their life. But you gotta do what you wanna do in life. Because it's just, that's, it's just, we're all just so small, right? If you think about it, our existence is just nothing. So why the fuck should we not be happy while we're doing it? And pro wrestling makes me happy, and it has since I was eight years old. 
and I'm still happy today, and I'm going to do it until I can't because I fucking love it. And I hope everybody can find that in their life because if you're just punching a clock and you're just doing that just to get by, just to... I know some people have their backs and they're against the wall and they have kids and they got to do what they got to do, but I just hope everybody can find happiness because it makes life better. It just does. Because he did, like, he had a really poignant point just about happiness. So I was wondering if, like, you could expand on what that clip means to you a little bit. So I started to take, uh, I started to become, like, really fond of his work uh, in Japan. I knew he was in NXT before, but I, I started to see, you know, uh, what he was doing in Japan. And um, I started, like, searching up videos on him and, like, interviews and stuff like that. And he actually comes from House of Truth, which I thought was pretty cool. I stumbled upon that documentary or that series that they were doing, like a three or four part one. And um, he, in the beginning of the video, he's talking about how his dad did a good job raising him because he's a 27-year-old happy dude who's pursuing wrestling and loves it and nobody can take it away from him. And the world is so small and it's like... You just got to do what, like, makes you happy. Like, it, it, uh, until I watched that video, because I was, like, working a salary job, like, a good a good job, good paying job. Like, I had no problem, like, financially. had my own place in Texas. Like, Austin is, like, one of the best places to be, I guess, for, like, people who move out on their own. So, um, I was going through it, man. I was just like, man, this is a really rough year. I'm so, like, new to wrestling. Is this really the move? Like, am I just, like, going through a phase? Like, what's... Not that I ever doubted my passion or wanting to pursue wrestling, but I would question, like, if it was really, like, the path I was meant for. Like, am I really meant to, like, eventually transition to this? Or is this just going to be, like, a, I tried it, it was fun, and then I continued working type thing. But until I watched that series and that that clip especially, I was like, yo, like, he's really doing it out here. It's really that simple. Like, he's being honest, and he's talking about – um everything in the grand scheme, not just like trying to hype up wrestling itself. He's just like hyping up, needs to be happy as a person. So he does what makes him happy as a person. And I kept, I kept that clip in my phone for like, I get more than we're going on three years now, three, three and a half years now. So I got it pretty early when I started training and um, I would always like, like jump back to it whenever I was feeling the type of way about like things in my life and how things are going in wrestling. So, um, yeah, I just decided to share it one day and it got a lot of responses and I saw a lot of my friends and all that, like sharing it on their stories and stuff, which I, I just wanted to spread that message and what it did for me. It's not necessarily like me posting a cool clip, but like, like it was so important. I don't know. I just wanted to give people perspective on like going forward, especially after this year we've had, like really put your time towards things you love and want to do and not, and if you can control like outside, outside of the things you're supposed to do, then then, you know, if you have that balance then good, like, let's get there if you're not already there and let's make it okay to like, let's make it okay to like be open and expressive about um, like showing that you want to do that. 100%. I definitely co-signed yeah. that message right there. Yeah. And I guess on like a deeper note, I guess I, I can't leave this without asking you, like, are you all things considering all the craziness in the world? Are you, do you think you're the happiest that you could be at this moment? Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. I think I am, but I know there's things I can I can do and that are in my control uh, that I need to take care of to make it even a better situation. 
But in terms of like where I'm at in life, how I identify as a person, the things I believe in, the things I think are right, the things I think are not so right, like I'm very centered on that. So and if that and, and relating that to my happiness, I'm cool. In terms of like certain like um, materialistic things or, or um, situations where I could be in right now, like there is some things in my control, but I, I, I know and I'm working on them into into making them into my favor so if i had to give you like a straight yes or no it would be yes but uh if i give you like a a addendum or like an extended answer it'd be yes with an asterisk of like yeah but i can do things to make myself even better um so that way i can you know just relate to others and be like yeah you know we can we're always improving it's always a it's always a progression i feel like there's never going to be a point in my life even when i'm like 85 and old i'm gonna probably be like oh I never beat that one video game. That's something I can work on uh, for the next whatever parts of my life. Like, I don't know. Just, I always like to think of something to work on or something to improve, you know? Yeah, and I definitely think that you have what it takes to improve, like on a spiritual, mental, career-wise, physically, all of that. You got what it takes. And I think this is a good place to end on. Really something to like let people sit with. But before we go, there is just this one thing I like to end every episode on, like, in case we never speak again, I like to give people their flowers, so to speak, tell them why I appreciate them. And I appreciate you, first and foremost, for just coming on this podcast. Like a, f- a mutual friend kind of helped set this up. But with everything mm. you do, you're super busy. So I would totally understand if you said no between training, wrestling, I would get that. But you didn't. You said yes. And I'm super appreciative of that. And I think you coming on here really speaks to I guess your mission statement that we kind of talked about earlier with you being determined to uplift yourself and uplift others along the way. And that's something I really admire about you. And I really respect the fact that you're willing to, you're welcome. The fact you're willing to just bring people up as long as they support you, they're friendly, they seem like good people, good vibes. And People like that are hard to come by. So I'm glad that you're one of those people and I'm glad for that, for you to come on this podcast. Thank you again. No, no worries, man. Anytime. Mm-hmm.